0: No, I am so glad that you said that because I think that people just don't realize that like, they think it's them. They think something's wrong with them when it comes to not being able to follow the nutrition plans or not being able to keep up with these intense programs. And coaches will make you think that I was that coach that was like, no excuses.
1: The small business highlight for the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast for this week are you tired of feeling trapped in a cycle of diet culture? Look no further. Kelly is a military spouse and a NASA certified personal trainer who offers a variety of virtual fitness options with a mission to help her clients thrive in a space free from diet culture. Follow her on Instagram at kel.mck.fit or visit her website k e l m c k FIT.com to learn more and start your journey to filling your best today. Please check the show notes for all the links. Hey, fam, and welcome to the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. And I am your host, Cheryl Spears. Each week, we'll be sharing stories from people who have had firsthand experiences with MLMs like Beachbody or Body, and examine the questionable tactics used by some of the leaders in these companies. Please note that some of the content we cover may be disturbing, and we encourage you to check the show notes for disclaimers. Our aim is not to bully or harm anyone, but rather to educate and shed light on the truth. This podcast is not just an anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to help prevent others from falling into the same trap I did being a part of an MLM for eight years. Please keep in mind that the guests on the show are sharing their personal experiences and opinions, and the information provided is intended for informational purposes only, and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to share your own story, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram at callcherylhine or on my personal Instagram at Cheryl S. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an eye-opening episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the valuable insights and personal experiences shared by our guest. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, this is the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. Today, I have Miss Kelly with me. And if you don't know who Kelly is, she is kel.mck.fit on Instagram. And I just want you all to hear everything anti-diet culture you possibly can get from her. She is one of the, probably one of the funnest people I've seen on the internet call out a lot of the diet culture bullshit. Um, welcome Kelly. How are you doing today? Hey,
0: thanks for having me. It's nice. Sunny over here in California. I can't complain too
1: much. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. California. Oh my goodness. So, Kelly, you what brings you to California? My husband's
0: job. He's a Marine, so oh. we are stationed right now at Camp Pendleton. It's one of the biggest Marine Corps bases, so Wow.
1: Here we are. So, you are a military spouse? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about being a military spouse and how you got roped into an MLM. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) Military spouses are a huge, huge target for multi level marketing companies. The fact of the matter is that. While everyone else, it's like in the years when everyone else is building their careers, we're moving every two to three years. Yeah. And then on top of that, our husbands or spouses, you know, they're gone all the time. And if any, if there's a job that allows us a job, (laughs) I'm doing your quotes a job that allows us to have flexibility and time because they can be in and out of the house so much to be able to be there when they're home and then to have something to focus on when they're gone and then to take when you move wherever it is in the world honestly um and then you can't hold a job because you're moving every two to three years and even if you do get a job you're always the new girl yeah at each new location so we are a prime, prime, prime target for MLMs. And I'm sure if any other military spouses are listening, they know. One of the big ones is like Mar- Martinsburg College. Have you ever heard yeah. of them? No. Oh my gosh. So military spouses get money by, from the government, like a grant to go back to school or to go to get like a certification or use towards school until your husband hits a certain rank. So there are literal colleges set up to where they prey on military spouses that are, they're not accredited or anything like that. These colleges no. to get the money from the government to get them certifications. Like that's how bad MLMs target military spouses.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, it's crazy. Wow. You got to
0: look it up. You
1: gotta... <laughs> that is crazy. So obviously it was just inevitable for you to join an MLM. What MLM or how many MLMs did you join?
0: So I've only ever done Beachbody. And it's funny because prior to meeting my husband, I was a teacher. I was an elementary school teacher and I knew people that were Beachbody coaches and I was the biggest hater. Yeah. I was the biggest hater. Uh, I wasn't a personal trainer or anything like that yet, but I already had a passion for fitness. I was a gymnastics coach for many years, um, worked out on my own and like wanted to have a fitness Instagram back in like 20, was it like 2012 and like fitness influencers yeah. on Instagram were like yeah. on the come up. yeah, And I wanted to do that so bad. And I would just judge beach body coaches so much. Cause I'm like, they don't have a certification. Like what yeah. are they doing? And somehow it was like the perfect timing to where I moved to be with my husband. I couldn't find a job teaching. Um, North Carolina wouldn't take my Virginia teaching license because that's where uh-huh. I'm from. North Carolina, I mean Virginia, and we had moved to North Carolina. Um, they wouldn't take my teaching license. The state wanted me to take like a calculus test to teach elementary schoolers in order what? to get certified. It was insane. It was a ten thousand dollar pay cut. I was very down on my because I was like missing a pendant do my own thing. And then I move. And if any other spouse is listening to listening to this, like that first duty station is hard. Like you've left your family, your friends, your career, all yeah. this stuff. So sure. I was seeing someone that I went to college with post whose husband was also Marine. I'm mm. seeing her posts. They were in Pensacola, Florida. And it was back when Instagram and Facebook were all about like the pretty pictures, the curated yep. feeds. And I just ate it up. And I'm like, okay, I've hated on this for so long, but I need something. And then we were living near base and I didn't have access to base. We weren't in a small town. We weren't married yet. There wasn't really a gym that I could go to. So it was like perfect combination of like, I need some sort of workout, which I hated home workouts before Beach which is of course hilarious. you did. I hated them. I was like, I need something to work out and I need a job. And then her posts were just coming into my feed at that exact time. And it was like the perfect storm for me to be sucked right in.
1: And it's, it, it, it's crazy because this is the thing. Um, The reason that her post was coming in at the right time is because she was able to highlight your pain points and break into those pain points. Yes. She was speaking to me. Yeah. That's what they're taught do you, to do. Yes. And that's what we're taught to do. I mean, that's what yes. we were taught to do is figure out what someone's pain points are and speak to them, especially if you can relate to them. This will yes. carry over to when you see Beachbody coaches sharing outrageously crazy things that you're like, why would you tell the world this stuff? And mm-hmm. it's because there's people like Callie and myself that are going to buy into it. Exactly. And she <laughs> did a
0: great job. She was... There, if she was still in it to this day, or even did any sort of other social media marketing, like she was really, really, really good at it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's funny, you know, I went to summit in 2017 or 2018. I forget which year. I think it was 2018. I went to summit and I listened to, do you know, Jatana Jackson? No, I do not. She was like a former Miss Virginia. She lives in Florida now. Yeah. She's like very petite blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did a whole training on pain points and teaching point. us all this is at summit at each yeah. body's conference teaching you how to market to pain they're points.
1: doing the same thing now i mean honestly they are because they um they were talking i saw uh, mm-hmm. a zoom with christina delgado and a bunch of other people talking about how you need to niche down quote unquote niche that's what down. they call it yeah mm-hmm. and it's talking to people's pain points yeah. and it's that's that's how they do it So she was able to get you, did you sign up with her? Yeah, so I signed up with
0: her and immediately my brain, like, so she sent this like thing from Beachbody that was like, there's three different types of coaches. There's the discount coach where you're just using the discount. There's the hobby coach where you're just getting your Shakeology paid for. Uh There's the run with it coach. And I'm the type of person where like, I like to do things a hundred percent. So I'm not going to be the person that can just like dabble in this. Even though at first it was like, I'm putting Shakeology on my credit card because I can't even afford this challenge pack to get started. Cause back then, you know, they were called challenge packs. I don't know what they are now, but so it was like 21 day fix and Shakeology that I put on a credit card. And I was like, I don't have a job either. So We are, I was like, I'm a run with it coach. I'm going to, Oh, you
1: did. You ran with it. I saw on your Instagram the other day, you even had the 21 day Fix sports bra. Yes, I I did. Oh my God. Autumn would have been so proud. So proud of you.
0: Oh my God. I cringe. I cringe.
1: So you're, uh, you couldn't afford, you put it on your, on your credit card. That's, that's, you know, that sounds like everybody's story. It's the same thing. And it's crazy because the thing is, is that people will come on here and they will say, well, nobody forced you to do it. And it's like, well, you kind of did because Mm -hmm. if you hit my pain points enough, I'm going to start believing that this is the solution to my problem. This is the solution to people, to me not being around my family. This is a community, quote unquote. This is the solution to me not being able to find a job. This is the solution Mm -hmm. to me being misindependent independent and being able to contribute to the household. And this is also the solution to me wanting to be a fitness influencer on Instagram without any form of training whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So that's what people have to understand is we didn't just fall into this. I mean, we we were basically preyed upon. That's how I see it. Because. If you ever look at any other type of marketing, and I'm going to use Peloton for an example because that too, I I love. We right? love Peloton. We love Peloton. Um, if you look at any type of marketing, especially with Peloton, when they're like their commercials on TV are just kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, they're literally not there to like tr- to like teach you bad habits when it comes to health and extra anything. They don't even talk about nutrition. Not at all. And And they shouldn't. And they shouldn't because they don't, that's not their focus. Exactly. I mean, the one that I, the the commercial that I remember is over Christmas where they have all the little Peloton coaches like cheering people on because they were on their bike, realize that they have to make dinner for, you know, people coming over for the holidays and they're on the counter, like cheering them on to make like the turkey and go, you got this, you can do this. That's what it should look like with Beachbody, but it doesn't. Yep. And that's the problem. And so if anybody was to come to you and say, you know, why, why would you, why would you, you know, talk so bad about Beachbody? Why would you try to spread so like, why, why waste your time? What, what do you feel like you want to try to do? What would you say to them?
0: Oh man. The thing is, is Beachbody from the very beginning with the marketing is that person or the reason why you're thinking of joining is shame based. Yeah. It's all shame based and just being able to take a look at that person's motive because the coaches do such a good job of making you think that they care. Yeah. They don't care about you. They don't care about your health. They don't care about anything. If anything, the coach wants you to do the program well, wants you to get results and wants you to coach so that they make money. Yes. Preach. That's all you are. <laughs> that all you are is a dollar sign. And being able to recognize that, like take a step back, because there's a lot of people that are like, because I'll post on TikTok, you know, I had that one, like my Beachbody X and it got like 70,000 views. I thought, yeah. Loved and it. I was like, yes, I hit my people because TikTok can be a scary place. <laughs> yeah. <Pretty laughs> like curious. the Wild Wild West out there. And I did have a few people that are like, but the workouts are great, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. You, Beachbody workouts cannot coexist without the other problems that the company has. So you cannot be like, these workouts are great. When you are listening to Autumn Calibrese while you're working out, saying (sighs) all of these negative things in your ear, and you think those don't have a impact on your psyche, but they do. Yes. And you cannot separate the workouts. And at the end of the day, even if you're just doing these Beachbody workouts and you're not buying into everything else, the supplements and all of that, you are still giving your money to a company that preys on women in, and men in vulnerable vulnerable positions in life. And it's yeah. completely shame-based. So like, think about how you're spending your money and what you yeah. want to support.
1: Right. I mean, because you have people, this is... This is what, um, we'll get back to a little bit of your journey, but this, I got to, I got to touch on that. You'll have people that are like cancel culture. Okay. So we'll, you'll have people (laughs) that basically was upset with Michaela for Lashgate. Oh, I was, I watched that. I I did (laughs) too. You know, you have people that are mad and were like boycotting her and upset and, Mm -hmm. you know, refusing to buy the L'Oreal mascara because they didn't want to support it. So Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, right? If you, Mm -hmm. if you're like, you know, I know that Beachbody is a terrible company. I know that they do really horrible things. I know that, you know, they focus on Autumn Calabrese, who is probably one of the most problematic people in America. I mean, literally, she's up there with like Andrew. I'm sorry, she's up there with Andrew Tate. Yes. She's up there. She's up there. Um, And so if that's the thing, so if you won't buy L'Oreal's lash, telescopic lash mascara serum because of what Michaela did on TikTok, then why in the hell are you buying, are you still continuing to do Beachbody programs because they're good workouts? Exactly.
0: And to the people that are coaching and thinking that they can do it differently, you cannot. No. I tried and that's what pushed me right out of the business and into doing yeah. my own thing because yeah. you will quickly realize what you're trying to do if you're trying to operate this is why body is bullshit yeah the health esteem is bullshit because it cannot coexist no together and you can it just does not fundamentally the morals of all of it do not
1: it's aligned with anything yeah, yeah. the that mm-hmm. and that's that's exactly the truth when I was I mean I just got out of each body last year last year in 2022. February of 2022. I don't know when my quit date is. I got to look that up. But anyways, um, and I look back on some of my posts that I made and I was trying to do body positivity, you mm-hmm. know, move to feel good, mm-hmm. eat to feel good. I was trying to do that. And mm-hmm. we see how successful I was. Yep. The most successful I ever was as a beach body coach when I came close to Diamond, because we know I'm a lifetime rank of Emerald forever you know, for the whole eight years, the, <laughs> the closest that I ever came to being a diamond was when I was bought in to the portion control, the three day refresh, the ultimate reset bullshit, everything. When I was bought into the diet culture, when yeah. I was pushing people to basically eat less and move more, that's yeah. when I was able to almost hit diamond break, but then yeah. it fell apart. But and that's the thing you know, so you can't do it differently. You no, literally, you, can't. Can't. you cannot, you are not, it, it doesn't work. No. Doesn't. So while you were in Beachbody, you got started, you, mm-hmm. how long were you a coach?
0: I, okay. So, you know, what's really funny is I, so I signed up in, I think like probably July of 2015. Um, but I have not actively done anything since like April of 2019, when I got my coaching certification or my personal trainer certification. But I had like kept my um account to get like discounts on Energize which like is it really a yeah. discount if you're paying $15 a month. No. No, and not. you know what's so ironic is I was waiting to cancel my account because you know how hard their customer services to Oh jail? yeah. And I knew I was going to get a 1099 from them. And so I was like I need to wait until I get this 1099 in my hands because I know it's just going to be a nightmare when my account is gone to have to deal with this company it came today literally today it came so I got to can't I finally got to I've just been waiting because you know we move around and I'm like I want this thing like I'm I'm done I have been done for a long time but my account was still there because I was waiting to just make sure all my ducks were in line so I could just burn the whole thing down right and the irony that it was today (laughs)
1: so officially today you canceled everything
0: officially yes. I, now my husband's account because you know we all have those his was canceled yeah. a long time ago but
1: yeah but. <laughs> yeah the honorary husband beach body coach who definitely does not work but for some reason shows up on leaderboards with some of the top coaches yeah makes what no sense to me what? yeah it's ridiculous so you started in 2015 and you were you've been a, a quote-unquote coach since then yeah yeah. When did did you ever actively work the business? Like oh, were you yeah. really trying? Oh
0: yeah. I like went headfirst into the business. Um, and you know, the military spouse community is really small. So my coach was in Pensacola, Florida, and then I was posting about and you know how the team pages are. Yeah. Uh, the like secret Facebook ones or whatever. Um <laughs> come to find out, my coach's coach was my neighbor in North Carolina. Oh. So, yeah. So, and she is like, she got in very early because you know how that's how this all works.
1: Yeah, it is. With these
0: MLMs. If you get in early, you're obviously going to have a higher amount of volume and you're going to make more income. And I love her. She's great. I don't know if she still does it or not. Um, Based on what she was bringing in passively a month from not doing anything, because that's what these coaches rely on you yeah, doing the work so that they have income. And that's what the whole thing is driven by. I mean, she was making like four to five grand a paycheck, this girl yep. that lived. Of course. So I was in a very, if you're in an MLM, it was very like fortunate for me at the time, because I had someone who had been in the business for a long time to teach me right off the bat, like none of my income, I was terrible at success club. I barely hit success club, but I had someone who taught me how to place people. Right. On your life. And that's
1: important because that is something that is never taught. Exactly. And the, and that is actually the, I mean, it can make or break your business. If you don't know how to place correctly and if Mm -hmm. you're not placed correctly, when you sign up, that can make or break your entire business when it comes to Beachbody. And she taught me all of the, so like
0: my account, like I said, I I knew I was getting a 1099, but I haven't bought Shagology or any, I will randomly get energized. I haven't bought anything, but it's because she taught me the like secrets that they don't teach you to like stay active without Ever and I haven't touched. I haven't logged into the back office in years, but it was like what I set up then. But that's what people don't understand: is these top coaches are taking advantage of you. Mind yeah. you, I would, I'm not. I did not make that much. Have not made that much ever in the company compared to what these other people are making. But like they yeah. literally teach you. It's like an inside thing uh-huh. how to set it up, and that's a pyramid scheme. I don't understand how it's legal. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I don't understand it.
1: My, my former coach, my last coach, um, who has since blocked me on every facet there is on everything there is. Um, she, I, I received a message one day from somebody who is in her doubt line and was able to go in and see, like, you can see where people are ranked and how many success club points and stuff that they have. If you're still yeah. in the back office and she was able to put together that. Her downline makes her, I'm going to say probably, I'm going four to say four to five figures every month, okay? um, But her downline is her grown kids and her boyfriend. That's where she makes the money. It is not from her down, downline. It is not from her coaches. Mm-hmm. It is not from them. So mm-hmm. you tell me how that's not a pyramid scheme.
0: Exactly. And that's, so I, um, right when things started to be like, okay, something, there was a moment I was at summit and I think it was 2018. So Lee was one of my, I was two star qualifying. Lee was one of my star diamonds.
1: Yeah. Of course, but it's because way to go Lee.
0: Yeah. Right. I know what (laughs) he, uh, so he was one of my star diamonds, right? And or one of my diamonds. And I mean, it's because I had someone who was like, this is where you place this person, this is where you place this person, this is where you place them. Um, and I lost two Star Qualifying because I didn't have enough PV. Oh no. I didn't have I hadn't spent enough in his account. And that's when I was like, so you're telling me, I just was like, this isn't, and then I was realizing like, none of my coaches are making money because this is where it's really messed up that the coaches don't tell you is in order for lease, I was on like a strong leg, but yeah. my inside leg, if anyone doesn't like know how that works, like there's inside and outside, it's such a pyramid scheme. It is. We would have to like draw a whole diagram for them to get it. Leave yeah. us on my inside leg because the way the volume works is, it's like you have to have X amount to X amount in order to cycle and yeah. earn that like passive income. But if I wanted his account to grow, I had to put runner coaches under him, fully yep. knowing they weren't going to make shit. And Christina Delgado does so many trainings on this because she's like, I was on and blah, 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 blah. And I was able to blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, yeah. you're just giving people false hope. Yeah.
1: They, will ne- yeah. they will continually spin their wheels. Yeah. You will never cycle vote. And that's the key to no. the passive income is for every, what is it, 100 or 200 PV, you cycle bonus for $14. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, I mean, people might not think that $14 is a lot of money, but for for people that are, I mean, the people that are at the Tiffany top, that's how you make your multiple, your six-figure income. Exactly. Every and month. that's
0: one thing that kept me in it for so long was, I was making around two hundred to five hundred dollars a week, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're that military is, spouse and you're not making anything, yeah. it is now. When I go back and look at my taxes, with everything that I read off and did, and I was not actually making money, yeah, it really they really make you think.
1: <laughs> which is, which is, I'm gonna have to insert this, um, very important for you all to do a profit and loss statement yes. if you are in an MLM because. When you, I learned it, you've learned it the hard way. When you start to see everything that you are spending versus what you are making, that will be the deciding factor. I mean, cause I would go to work to my nine to five and be like, Oh, it cost me $300 to come to work today, but I made 150. So it's okay. I'll work yeah. for free. Yeah. I mean, it's literally what you're doing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's what you're so- doing. It's
0: so, yeah. So I had this moment at Summit um, and I actually, you know, was able to switch coaches from without quitting. I was able to switch coaches from my coach to her coach um, going to compliance with receipts that my coach wasn't doing anything anymore. Um, And they let her entire downline move up, which is like unheard of. I know, right?
1: (laughs) Shocking. Yeah. And that is very shocking because I remember when I was in, when I first started, I had the same issue. I had, I was under a coach who basically got me in very first time when I first started, got me in uh, and was living off of, cause this was when I was being, I was close to a diamond and I was actually, I mean, I wasn't making, I was, okay. I thought I was making income, but we all know I wasn't making income because I was spending more, but, um, and they wouldn't let me do it. They wouldn't let me move up to the next coach. And that was one of the deciding factors of why I quit. Is because, wow. Well, why I quit that time. I mean, I quit multiple yeah. times. 20, yeah. But that was one of the reasons.
0: They, You know, and it's funny, that's an important point to bring up. Because I do think that the company treats you different once you get to a different rank. Oh, yeah. So I was a star diamond at that point, And it's like when they, because your money to the company too. Yeah. And they can see how much volume you're bringing in. And so even though I wasn't hitting success club, I was t- having coaches that were right. And exactly star diamonds. So they'll treat you. Di- that's lit. and it's just so, it's just so sick when, when I look back and, um, and unfortunately, like, even though my heart was in the right place, even if your heart is in the right place, it is just morally wrong to be involved in something like this. Because I started noticing that my coaches weren't making any money no matter how much work they did, they were not making any money. I started noticing that my customers and people who were doing my groups were going through these cycles. And this is where I started getting in tune with like, okay, there's something not right with these programs because it would be like, I've lost weight. I'm gaining weight. I've lost weight. I'm gaining weight. And like these constant just before and afters and, um, uh, and 80 day when that came out is when everyone's like frustrations because that eating plan is Mm. insane the timed eating Mm -hmm.
1: is insane I Um, will say I never did I didn't do that because I didn't trust myself to stick to it well I knew I wouldn't stick to it there's no way I would have there's no
0: way I tried and there's no there's just no way can I
1: can I ask you a question um going back on you know when you started noticing the cycles of people with gaining weight losing weight and doing like those workout programs do you think that so this there's one of two things do the first thing is do you think that people did that in order for them to have a transformation photo so they could grow their business or do you think that it was because it was the programs and the nutrition programs were unsustainable
0: so I think that I think it's kind of a combination of both, Mm -hmm. especially for like on the coach side, for sure. People like to use that because anytime at the end of the month, you will start seeing people post transformation photos because they're trying to hit success club. You know what I mean? You're trying to get those points uh, Mm -hmm. and make those sales. So people start to post them. But I also think I have this theory that Beachbody designs them that way on purpose, because then you keep coming back to the programs. Yep. So I agree if you're losing the weight, you're getting these results, you're feeling good. And then when you're not on their program, you are, you know, I was like, am I a binge eater? Am I I have no self control,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: and mm-hmm. it wasn't that at all. It's because what 25 year old that's, you know, a healthy 130 pounds can survive on 1200 calories a day.
1: You can't, I, you, you can't, I've heard, I mean, I'm not a nutritionist, but I've heard that that's what toddlers. That's what I've heard too. I'm not
0: a nutritionist either, but I just, there's no way. There's so,
1: and with you saying that, I mean, I I get it because it's kind of a genius marketing scheme for Mm -hmm. them because Mm -hmm. you, when you think about some, so when you compare, so what I want people to imagine is this, regardless of if you've ever been in Beachbody or not, or if you were in Beachbody, take that out of the, out of the equation. Imagine you see The Rock. Okay? You have The Rock. The Rock is probably the epitome of he's just consistent, mm-hmm. right? And he has a plan. He he works out to be healthy for him, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz you don't necessarily whatever. It doesn't mean that The Rock is the epitome of health. That's not where I'm going. What I'm going where I'm going is you see The Rock, let's say so obviously The Rock is not doing beach body programs. Mm-hmm. Obviously right? He, yeah, he's obviously not doing those. But let's say we saw The Rock fluctuate every single, every month. For three weeks, he's on plan. He's doing good. He's wonderful. Everything's perfect. And then the last couple or two weeks into a new program, he is now, oh, I'm bloated. I'm lethargic. I'm gross. I'm this, I'm that. Like, Mm -hmm. would you think that The Rock would be The Rock? literally
0: it's yo-yo dieting
1: it, it is it's yo-yo dieting also
0: side note did you know the rock has a house in virginia I do. I
1: yes. do. also <laughs> side note um if nobody knows Cal- we are both from virginia um okay. and close close for, by yeah, each other like an hour and a half um, away It's an, uh, like also sad note for um uva they actually have a water Uh, a conservationist type thing that the rock does for like a river or a stream that runs in his backyard or on his property for fishing that's amazing i'm not low-key i love him him. i I promise (laughs) i promise i'm not low-key stalking him the rock (laughs) if you ever listen i just want to meet you in person that is it and hug your leg. I don't Barack care. 2024.
0: But... I'm voting for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's yo-yo dieting and any other time you would look at someone and think it's yo-yo dieting. But again, these coaches are taught to share every single part, every single bad thing, Prey on the, this and the, that, and the, you know, and I did that for so long. I cringe every single day. I go back into my Facebook memories and uh-huh. uh, I went a long time ago. I archived so many on my Instagram. Uh, some of them I saved just to like have to reference back, you know, but I'm just like, wow, they really, really, really brainwash you. And they really, really, really make you think that. And unfortunately for me, for someone who like, I loved fitness, I really needed a job. Um, and I wanted to, I do truly like helping people and working with people. Um, I was like the perfect candidate to be yeah. brainwashed by them essentially and thinking I'm doing something good until I started seeing cracks in yeah. was happening. Um, so at that same time with 80 day, when I noticed that people were on this yo-yo up, up and down, I started realizing in myself, like, this just isn't sustainable. I had done shift shop the time before yeah, and I've gotten great results from shift shop. But the thing is, is my results quote never yeah. came from the workouts. It was always from the food. And it was like mental torture for me to have to continue to like eat like this. Mind you, like I'm living overseas at this point. I'm in another country. I can't count containers nor do I really want to. Do I want to go to Bali? I went to Bali and brought all of my freaking shakes. It's so ridiculous. Are you I'm Trying me? my hardest to like stay with it, um, and like, but like, you're in. How about you just go enjoy your life, right? And I just was having yeah. these conflicting like, is this really living? Is this really balance? And. It wasn't, I wasn't doing it. My customers weren't doing it. My coaches weren't making any money. And then I started posting kind of like um, posed versus unposed on Instagram. And I just started realizing that like, I'm so different from these other coaches. Like I'm just not drinking this Kool-Aid anymore. And I also around that time, if anyone doesn't know this, a lot of coaches on Instagram, their followers are fake. Yeah. Like they got in at the right time on Instagram. They did all these trainings on how to grow your following, but they bought their followers and that's what they're not telling their downline. They're not making any money. These followers are just fake vanity metrics and you can tell from their views, their comments, their engagements. But I thought it, my naive mind was like these people, like I'm just not doing something right because I can't keep these results. My body doesn't look like theirs all the time. And I don't have that many Instagram followers, but it's all a sham. They're sharing their results because they want to make money. They are posing up the ass to get these pictures. They look exactly Mm -hmm. like you do. If you're listening to this and you are looking on Instagram and you're like, I don't have a body like that person. That's because they don't have that body either. Yeah. It's the lighting. It's the posing. It's how they're wearing their clothes. And then they bought all of their followers. So they're not actually, you know, doing anything more than what
1: I was. And that's, that's really cool that you say that too, Callie, because let me, am I saying your name right? I feel like I'm saying your yeah. name wrong. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Are. Um. So the reason that the reason that, that you bring that up is because, and that's cool because there are a lot of people out there And number one, the whole entire Instagram, social media thing is actually what causes them to have imposter syndrome. Yes. I mean, I know I had it. There's a whole reason that I have two Instagrams. Like I have an old one that when I was with Beachbody and then I have a new one for now, you know, and it wasn't because I created them because I didn't want people to see my old Instagram account, that mm-hmm. account, I created the one that I have now, right? Like two months before I had even left Beachbody and it was because I felt like I, I couldn't grow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was at 4,000 followers and felt like mm. I couldn't grow. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody else was so much better at this stuff than I was, but you know?
0: they, were lying, they just weren't being honest about what they were yes. doing. And that's at the basis of the, of the company and of MLMs in general is that yeah. you have to lift the curtain and you have to really see what these people are doing and understand that it's not you and they're just using you for money.
1: Yeah. And when people, what do you think about when people say there's absolutely no way that they're intentionally doing this? Like they, they have to have like some type of morals. Oh, so
0: it's so hard because I don't think that, I don't think that like the individual coach that signs up that shares their journey has bad intentions, but those top coaches that aren't even coaching anymore, Carl Deichler. Autumn Calabrese, the super trainers like Joel and Megan, they Ooh. know what they're doing. Oh yeah, they know. They know exactly oh, yeah. what they're doing. Oh yeah. And they are just, it's, it's cult like behavior.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. They it are is. a cult. <laughs> Call your dad. You're in a cult. That's... Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Amber said that the other day while we were on. Um... <laughs> Anyways. So, um. So you started seeing all of the issues that you know. You started seeing red flags within Beachbody. Mm-hmm. You started taking a step back and started realizing, um, how did your how did that transition into your journey to become an a personal trainer? Because that's what you do. Yeah. So I
0: realized that I did love doing what I was doing, but I didn't love doing it with the company that I was doing it with, and that my values and morals didn't align, and that I could just do it on my own. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know why I was <laughs> for guess confident in, in myself, but, um, I was like, I just, am not okay. And and at that time too, being overseas in Okinawa, there was a coach named Tara Carr, who yeah. is like a famous in the beach body world for yeah. being in Okinawa. And that's where she made her like million dollars, her first million. Cause you know, that's like a thing, with the million yeah. club or whatever. Yeah.
1: The Legacy um, it, Club, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, something yeah. like that.
0: And come to find out, so she was there in Okinawa, and and I will say, for any other regular small business, if you're a military spouse, like and you're in these small communities, like it is very easy to build a small business because the community is so small. Um, yeah. So she was able to take advantage of the community there. And Cheryl, she was having people meet up, measuring them in front of everyone, measuring their wrists what their wrist i yes uh so some of my friends lived there when she was there she was measuring their wrists as a part of which is not you know anything to do with uh, weight loss (laughs) your wrist size so i think like hearing her story and being like okay if this girl can take this stupid beach body stupid thing because i was so frustrated with it at that point Uh and make a billion dollars i can do the same thing on my own and do it in a way that actually serves people and helps them Yes. And so I just started, I got my personal training certification. And I guess the the best thing for me that came out of Beachbody was learning how to use social media as a small business. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's good. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you, you had to have had something good come out of it. And that's, that's a lot of what, you know, a lot of people say also, you know, the confidence that Mm -hmm. you get to actually put yourself out there on social media. Um, Have you found it hard to set boundaries on social media since you, or like when you first transitioned into away from the Hun days, basically Mm -hmm. is what we'll say.
0: No, it was so liberating. Like if anyone is listening to this and you you have a skill that you can do outside of an MLM that you can transfer into your own small business and like yeah. be an actual small business owner. And it's so liberating to not have the stipulations and feel like you have to cold message people or send them voice messages. Ew, no right. one wants a voice message from you. No one wants a cold. I don't cold message people anymore. You don't have, that's not industry practice. Mm-hmm. In social media, small business world, um, and you can take what you've learned in these MLMs, and you can use it to do something that you're actually passionate about, that actually serves people, that actually makes you money.
1: Mm-hmm. You can think about it. Think about this. If 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 anybody's on social media, they probably know the struggle of those random cold messages that we get from some brand, quote unquote brand, yes. that wants to feature you you know or give you something and you're like you roll your eyes at it you know so why don't people so I mean I don't get it like how do people not get like I got a cold mission message yesterday not gonna say from who because then it'll give away my um my SI account but I got a cold message yesterday from a top beach body hun. Shut up only because I followed them.
0: I got one, um, recently after, I think it was the autumn, one of those ones that I made. And it was literally someone from another MLM trying to be like, like, what did you like? Oh, you left beach body, like relating to me. And then they were like, so what are you doing now as a business? And I went to her page and I was like, get the F off my, in my mind, I'm Please like, I'm me even respond. yeah, like, do you Please follow my content?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, um, you know, and that's the thing, you know, they don't, they don't follow your content. They don't pay attention. No. It's cold messaging. Yes. Um, was it coach Brittany Morgan the other day got a DM, a DM from, um, I'm probably butchering it. Maybe somebody from Q science. And she responded back with an article that she wrote on her blog about how, <laughs> horrible Q size. What, or, but that's like how they get you, right? That's how they get people
0: in yeah. it because they make you feel special. They yeah. make you feel like you could do this and anyone can do this. And I will say anyone can run a small business on Instagram. You don't have to do an MLM. And you don't have to have a large
1: following to do it. You really no. don't have a large following to do it. You really don't.
0: Did you see that article um, where the girl had 2.3 million followers or something and she couldn't sell 36 t-shirts?
1: Yeah. Like that. And that's because there are, I mean, we'll, we'll just take Ashley Molstead for example. Okay. was oh, a huge following on Instagram, but why does she, if she has such a huge following, why does she have to push so hard? on different types of, like, why does she feel like she needs to always be trying to reinvent herself to try to get herself revenue back into exactly. her, her business? It would be because it's, that, yes, there should be, like- she's always, cause right now she's, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. So right now she is quote unquote, beha- like silently trying to breadcrumb that she's working out every day with sure things. Okay. She's breadcrumbing it. She's um, lost weight. She's trying to say on her podcast that she lost weight because she quit drinking so much. But allegedly, from things that we have been told from people in inner circle area territory, she could possibly be on the type 2 diabetes drug. Allegedly. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. So I believe what she's doing and mark my words, whenever this podcast comes out, this we're recording on February 5th. Uh, I believe that she's breadcrumbing. The fact that sure thing helped her lo- lose weight. She's going to have her massive before and after photo, even though Ashley most doesn't do before and afters. And mm-hmm. then she's going to, she's going to get a whole bunch of people to rejoin her, to reinvent her re and reinvigorate her, you know, Ashley, 3.0, Ashley, 4.0 yep. you know, way to the top. Yep. And because that is how she makes her money. So yep. yeah,
0: and that's a red flag that all these yep. like top coaches are in these other industries or doing other things to make yeah. this income. And I actually noticed that I went to summit in 2016 and then I went again in 2018. I went twice. Uh-huh. And the vibe of the company at the 2018 one, cause 2016, it was still like booming. Yeah. When I went to the 2018 one, it was a weird, vibe. like you could tell even
1: then that like Beachbody was On diving. The, yeah. 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 When you went to summit, how was your experience? So the first year, like, I mean, I'm a type of person that like,
0: I love hanging out with people. I love being social. Yeah. So like the social aspect of it was so fun to me. Yeah, Um, But, and, and I was like fully drinking the Kool-Aid. So I was just excited to be there um, Mm -hmm. and still kind of blind to everything. And then the second time that I went, when like I had a team that I went with, um, I just like, I I felt guilty because I knew that these girls were there, that like, I truly genuinely like, some of them had friendships with, and still do, and they were struggling in this business so much, and spending the yeah. money to be at this conference, and like nothing was happening for them. Yeah, absolutely nothing was happening for them, and and I started realizing that the trainings were very, uh, like sometimes like religious, almost yeah. like they use that like like they don't come out and
1: say it all the time, but they're like, pre- it was just a weird vibe yeah where they try to it's almost like where they try to if you believe it enough it will happen to you yes um that yes. type of thing Yeah. yes yeah and it's kind of like the into- secret the book the secret like where yes. you manifest yes. everything if you manifest the life that you want then it will happen yes and that yes. was like the big thing back then was people like manifest you just have to manifest yeah Positive, you're making posi- it's toxic positivity, right? Because yes. you're not yes. allowed to, you're not allowed to feel bad emotions. You're not allowed to feel upset. You have to have a happy face on it all times, yep. And that can lead to, that can lead to horrible mental health issues. I mean, I am not a doctor, but I will tell you just from experience, always having to be positive and happy all the time, that drains you. It yes. really drains you. And when then when you are not happy or positive about something, people are like, oh, my God, who broke Cheryl or who broke that Mm -hmm. person? And it's because it's like, no, that's why now. And that's why now I'll come on, you know, Instagram and be like, well, today has sucked. But you know what? Whatever. Like, you know, I, I sprained my ankle the other day and I was like, this shit, I can't make this shit up. You know, yeah. like I cannot make this stuff up. I am not trying to, but you know, and and the thing is, is that you saw that happening, and were that was there anybody else in your team that saw those or that saw those red flags or or said anything about the red flags?
0: So what's funny is that my none of my coaches, people that were under me, coach anymore. None of them coach. Okay, anymore. they all left. Um, no one ever like said anything to one another. But I think we all just knew our wheels were spinning and it, something was wrong. But the other, the other group, the girls that were like joined when I did are all still doing it. And it's insane to me. And this is why I didn't speak up for so long because I'm like, Oh, these people are my friends. No, they're not. No, no, they're not. Um, oh, these people are my friends. I don't want to step on any toes, but like, you know, what you're doing to people. Yeah. Yeah. You When you've been doing it for that long, and I know I said that like the individual coach doesn't, you know, doesn't have that intentions, but I'm in that, in that instance, I'm talking about someone who like just started. Yeah. I'm not talking about someone who's been doing it for eight years now and yeah. clearly understands how this company yeah. works.
1: And you're right. You do, you intentionally know, and it's going to be up to you that you either continue the same path and you're okay. That's where I'm talking about with like your ethics and your morals, you know, like it it comes to a certain point, like all these top coaches, I, I personally, none of all of them know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them know yeah. how their downline is living because yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my upline would be like, oh, you know, how like right before on Wednesday, you know, Thursday is payday. So you got to check on your back office on Wednesday. And she would be like, you know, your PV is coming, your your short PV, so you won't be able to keep your Emerald rank. Like, okay, I don't have the money. I don't get paid. I mean, I don't have the money to pay for it. Exactly. Well, are you taking your business seriously?
0: I'm, um, I'm taking
1: my life seriously. The
0: gaslighting. Yeah. The gaslighting between running the business and the workouts, the gaslighting between the two of them is unreal. And what people don't tell you is that once you do get to a certain rank, like it's so expensive to maintain that rank and pay for that. And you have all this stuff. That's like, like psychology isn't good. No, it's not. I mean, how many
1: supplements do you need? Like literally how many supplements do you need? Well, if you're autumn, you need like, what, how many does she take over a hundred or something like that? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't with that woman. You just wait. I can't it is February 5th, and I'm doing a YouTube live tonight about her and her trip to the Dominican Republic. Oh my, I cannot wait to see. I will be tuning in. Oh, let me tell you. She, yeah. That woman, I don't think she'll ever cease to amaze me. I I have been convinced that there is, and, and I think that people don't understand why do we go so hard for Autumn? And can you answer, can you answer that question? Why do you think we go so hard on Autumn? I think people, like why we attack her. <laughs> well, well, I would say, attack.
0: yeah, why? If well, because says, we should attack her. She should be held accountable for her actions. She should be held accountable for what she's teaching and what she's saying. People yeah. look up to her. People want to be her. People see her as an authority figure, which is just wild. You know, people don't realize you know, somehow like you see certain people in positions of power with authority, and you will automatically take what they say and what they do to heart. And Autumn is one of those people. It's like, you know, a teacher, a police officer, a government official, a doctor, those Mm -hmm. kinds of people you just naturally were taught to look up to. And personal trainers, for some reason, are included in that sometimes. Especially when you say that you're a
1: fitness and nutrition
0: expert. Yes, exactly. And then her body shows the results. But what I realized was that, those physical results don't equal health. No. They don't equal health. And I realized when I took a long hard, that's where a lot of this anti-diet culture work for me came from, was doing a lot of introspection introspection yeah. on myself and being like, am I mentally healthy right now? Is this sustainable? I'm starving all of the time. I have to starve to achieve this body that people say is healthy that autumn caliber that looks like autumn caliber yeah and i'm i'm get i'm making money off of this body type that isn't even realistic and trying to sell it to people who also can't do the same thing and this can't be health
1: this right. cannot
0: be health right and then you look at bodybuilders or bikini competitors and i hate to say this but like counting macros and doing bikini competitions is also on that spectrum of disordered yeah. eating, I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist uh, by any means, but there's no any time you're manipulating your food to look a certain way. Yeah. And I'm tired, or like the Victoria's Secret angels, you see what they had to do and what they had to eat to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I was just so tired of feeling like I'm spinning my wheels to look this way, to be this person for what? So a man thinks I'm hot? Ew, yeah. right? Ew.
1: Right. So that obviously was the reason that you started, you know, your journey. So on your Instagram, your headline is, um, you're an anti-diet culture, personal trainer, Mm -hmm. and you're helping, helping you unlearn diet culture and relearn health. So how, so that is obviously where it started. You started taking a hard look at yourself and what Mm -hmm. was going on and where did like, What happened? Like, how did that journey look for you? Because you obviously had to do your journey before you can help other people with their journey. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I think a part of a big part of it
0: is, was first understanding. And I don't think I realized this at the time, but understanding that diet culture isn't actually about what you eat. It's about, it's a mindset that a lot of different industries have the fitness industry has with over-exercising that you see on TV, like with that full house video on Instagram, where she was talking to DJ about dieting, um, diet culture, isn't just about food. It's a mindset around what is healthy based off of what the weight loss industry has told yeah. us make us healthy in order for them to make money. So mm-hmm. like recognizing that you can still make these healthy choices. I can still, you know, we were overseas. So I was, I walk my dogs like 30 minutes to an hour a day. I'm traveling to different countries. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I'm not complaining about the food. I'm enjoying right. it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm able to have healthy relationships with my spouse, my friends, myself, importantly. Um, I'm not, you know, walking by the mirror and lifting my shirt up every single time I'm walking by because, uh, or every morning that I wake up stepping on the scale because I'm chasing after these results and realizing that like health, health and diet and diet culture just are they don't, they don't go together and people are selling you health and it's not actually health. So taking a really hard look at that and just kind of being like, wow, opening my own eyes. Um, so then unfollowing, and this is why I say you cannot do beach body workouts and also be anti-diet culture or stepping away from that because it's, it, it's ingrained in the company. You have to stop. It's like cold Turkey. Like if you're trying to stop smoking or like mm-hmm. drinking or something like that, like you can't be involved at all. Yeah. You really yeah. can't. Um, and, and so you I, have to be willing
1: to step away. I see exactly what you're talking about because the past year I've been trying to unlearn my mindset from Beachbody for the past mm-hmm. eight years. And there are times where, you know, of course I want to spread the message about like what problems Beachbody, you know, coaches are spreading and, and autumn spreading and stuff like that. But there are times where there are a couple days where I just can't look at my DMs and I can't go and look at certain things. I just can't go and look at certain people or pretty mm. much anybody in Beachbody because it, I start to fall back into walking by the mirror and checking and seeing my pooch, you know, my mama, Mm -hmm. I call it my mama pooch. Or, you know, noticing that for two days in a row, I just quote unquote walked. That's Mm -hmm. it, you know, or like just those mindsets of should I have eaten that hot pocket for lunch? Should I have eaten, you know, you do, you have to take a step back because if you don't, it will, it's going to lengthen the process of yes. you healing yes. it totally.
0: The way so, I see it is, sorry. Go ahead. You,
1: no, you're the fine. Way
0: I see it is if you were trying to become sober, you wouldn't be putting yourself in situations where there's alcohol Yeah. or any other substance. You wouldn't be hanging out with those people. You wouldn't be going to a bar. You need to make lifestyle changes. And it's the same thing with that, where, You have to be willing to accept a part of it also, a very, very, very big part of it. And maybe part of this involves you going to your physical doctor and being like, can you run blood panels to show me that I'm healthy at the weight that I am?
1: Yeah. Because
0: you have to realize that like these numbers that we're often chasing on the scale or this body type that we're desiring isn't maybe someone it does look like that and that's healthy for them but you might not look like that and you might never reach that and like being okay with that and maybe you need that you know going to your actual doctor and then being like look you sleep great yeah. you you know your blood panel looks great you're not pre-diabetic all these things yes. that autumn calibre says you're gonna be
1: yeah. if you don't follow
0: her eating plan yeah. you know yeah
1: and that you just said that it i have to remember that because i actually did go to the doctor And I actually did have them run. This was right after I left last year. I had them run um, all of the blood work and everything because I was convinced that I either had a thyroid issue or I was diabetic. Mm -hmm. I was convinced that that's why I can't like why I. And I'm not even that like it's the weird thing is, is that like now I can see I'm just a curvy girl. Yeah. When I was. I see pictures of myself in beach body doing deep dive into like uh probably I would say I was I definitely had some type of eating disorder there mm-hmm. I I don't know what it could have been but I was really thin mm-hmm. it was bad um and I was also working out all the time and i'm like is that sustainable do i want to be that way i like food i do like to move but not walking 4 miles every single day mm-hmm. and doing insanity on top of that mm-hmm. i mean that is just crazy that's a lot <laughs> yeah that is a lot and that's how i achieved my results yeah. with beach body you know and eating 1200 calories a day yeah. that's exactly and that's not healthy that's mm-hmm. not sustainable and so you're right. You know, you do have to figure out like, what is healthy? What is sustainable? How, what does your health look like? Because mm-hmm. It might not look the same for you as it does for everybody
0: else. Exactly. Exactly. And your what's healthy for you. And what's working for you is also going to change based on where you are in life. And like yeah. a lot of these programs, assume that you can give a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. And If you're not, you're a failure. And that's just not true. I call it fitness longevity. So like being able to move your body in a way that feels good over the course of your life, because that's what matters. And really what also opened my eyes when I got my personal training certification was like, they don't talk about weight loss. A lot of it isn't even about programming programs. It isn't about, you know, weight bodybuilding. It's about Like you learn about like the heart, you learn about muscular imbalances that we get every day from the things that we do and how you can help people literally feel better in their bodies by fixing these movement patterns. And I realized then too, because I was still doing the programs when I was transitioning to be a trainer that Uh the Beachbody programs are so bad from a personal trainer's standpoint. They're so bad.
1: Because correct me if I'm wrong, being a personal trainer, you want, like you just said it just a minute ago, fitness longevity. It's also, and I guess that incorporates the fact of like, you know, a mom being able to lift up her kids or walking, walking from, or picking up, you know, everybody does it. You can't just come in the door after grocery shopping with one grocery bag. You have Mm -hmm. to see how many grocery bags you can fit in both your hands to minimize the amount of trips you go on you know to, pick, mm-hmm. to get your groceries so that's what a phys- that's what a personal trainer is is trying to do is help you in everyday life so yes. that you don't injure yourself yes which when it when I think about it and I do think about you know these body programs I can tell you I probably had an injury with every single program
0: Oh, same. I was always hurting myself. My knee, I never had, I did gymnastics for 10 years. I never had knee issues, but I did with beach.
1: (laughs) Oh, and I have knee issues now. And I know what it's from. I know exactly what it's from. It's from insanity. I did insanity so many times. Those power jumps, I thought I was, I I wanted to be Tanya, the machine. So of course, (laughs) of course I'm sitting here doing power jumps, seeing how many times I can do it yeah why am i doing power jumps in the middle of my living room at 4 yeah. 30 in the morning seriously seriously that I is know. not sustainable and then you're i not also gonna... you look at the to 70 i'm sorry go I'm ahead thinking. you're you're fine. Go ahead. Well, you
0: look at those programs and like, they don't offer modifications. And I also don't even like the term modification. I call it a spice level. So like mild to spicy because oh. I think that everyone has a, you know, a spectrum of like what feels good for them. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to modify a move. You're doing what's right for you. Right. And you're working the same muscles and you're feeling just as good. So I think of it as like, I give my clients like mild and spicy options as to how to like take it down and up because yeah. you shouldn't have to feel like you have to do those jumps to like be successful no. in the program, right?
1: And that's that's good that you do the mild and spicy instead of modification because there is a lot of people that, um, that equate modification as less than or mm-hmm. you won't get results. And that, especially with people that were in Beachbody because we think of Kat, who is the modifier, Yes. We, we see struggle so bad on the, I mean, so bad. Like it, it makes my heart hurt for her because it's like, mm-hmm. I was cat, you know, towards, towards the end, I was cat. I knew that these things were not sustainable, but I wanted to make the business work so bad that I was willing to put myself mm-hmm. in vulnerable positions on the internet to try to help people or relate to people or have a pain point that I could pull from that they could see that I'm not perfect, but I try to be perfect, you know? Yep. Um, and that, because that right there, I'm glad that you have that because it is hard for people that try to follow the modifier and yes. think that they're not getting as good of a workout. In so you, what are your tips for, um, for helping people? Like if you were to give like, I won't give you a number, but what are some tips that you can give people to help them? I'm going to call it the beach body mindset. Help Um, them get out of
0: it. My first tip is to stop following those people that make you feel bad. Like when you are on social media and you come across someone that makes you feel bad, maybe you don't even realize that it's making you feel bad, but you realize like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Or like, oh, they look so cute or just something like that. Yeah. Just mute them. You don't even have to unfollow if you're friends with them. Just mute them. So you don't have to see them in your feet. Be yeah. protective over your mental space because that is like the biggest thing in this. So yeah, one, unfollowing, muting people. The second one would be finding and doing a program that aligns with you where you are. So like Peloton is amazing at that like yeah. they, their coaches just make you like Cody Rigsby. I love him. I'm telling my future baby. That's her uncle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: it, it, not to interrupt you because we asked where Peloton needs to sponsor me. They have to sponsor me. <laughs> um, not to interrupt you, but literally if, if nobody has ever, uh, if nobody has ever taken a Peloton class, P- Cody Rigsby has classes that aren't just on the bike. It's not just yep. on the bike. Um, You can do like strength classes with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Cody Rigsby, if if I'm feeling extra down, extra like a Mm -hmm. bad body image day is how I I say it. Or, you know, my mindset is just screwed up because I've watched so many things where Beachbody is telling me that I suck because I have a mama pooch or whatever. Um, Or I ate pizza and it's bad. Cody Rigsby will always be the person that like just, grabs me right out of it Mm -hmm. so and and just so everybody knows um i will put it in the link in the link it doesn't give me any monetary value or any credit or anything like that there is uh i can give you a i think it's a 30 or 60 day trial to the peloton app for free so i can put that in the show notes that's amazing
0: seriously you guys take her up on that peloton i even use even though i write workouts for clients i tell them like you do a Peloton 10 minute warm-up or do a yeah. 20-minute Cody Rigsby ride. Um, I'll like tell them this is like my secret, you know, you can, and that's the other thing is realizing too that your fitness doesn't have to be like a one size fit all. Cause that's so yeah. frustrating about Beach Body. Like you have yeah. to use their sub- supplements, their programs, their this, they're that. You can do so many different things. Yeah. Like I do Peloton rides, which you don't even have to have a Peloton to do. No, you, you can, don't use any bike. I do Peloton rides. I go on walks and runs. I do my own strength training. I go to yoga. It's okay to be all across the board. And that's important. That's an important part of it is like figuring out what you like. And, and really honestly, so in when you, when you become a trainer, you learn about these different phases that people go through with exercise and exhaustion is a real part of that that phase that's the last and final phase and even though you might not feel maybe you don't have an injury or maybe you know you're just like you're just feeling you're noticing that you're feeling anxiety about working out you're noticing that you're not enjoying it you're noticing Mm -hmm. that it's not really giving you any benefits uh, not weight loss benefits but i'm talking about like mental health and just like feeling good and empowered doing those exercises you might be in that exhaustion phase. And chances are, if you've been doing beach body for years, you have 100% hit that phase. Cause your body goes from, you start the program, you're feeling sore, that's normal. Yeah. Then you go into the second stage where it's kind of like a maintenance phase. But when yeah. you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and these programs don't allow for you to rest.
1: Yeah. And
0: um, and even when they wow. do have rest, like Autumn Calabrese teaching yoga is a joke. So- You're going to reach that exhaustion phase. And people think like, oh, it's only a week or a month. It can take years.
1: You just made me feel so much better. Like (laughs) I swear to you when I like, I almost want to cry because like it literally this past year has been like such a mind fuck when it comes to like workouts. Just period because I'm like I know I need to move my body consistently in order for me to feel good mm. but I don't want to because mm. I did it for so long and it sucked for so long like I hated it I hated I remember doing boxing with freaking Joel Freeman oh court of force and no the 10 rounds and oh. myself to do the program because I promised my I don't even know who I promised I didn't Mm -hmm. promise anybody. I promised the internet that nobody cared. Mm -hmm. I promised them that I would do it and I would finish it. And it took me, it was, I don't even remember how long the program was, but it took me like, I know at least 90 days to finish it because I hated it so bad. And Mm -hmm. so for this past year working out, even though I love Peloton and even though I love cycling has been such a, it's been such a chore Mm -hmm. and to know that it can, because I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? It's been a year yeah. since I've been away from speech body. For you to say that literally just made me like, thank you. Because it made me feel so much better that I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. So, you're not crazy. It can take years for you
0: to get out of that. And I mean, it took years for you to get there. Yeah. So why would it not yeah. take years for you to get out of that, you know? and. Yeah. And it is sad. And I think people don't realize the pressure that we put on ourselves because when you do, when you are in coaching and you're doing it for the reasons like that, you think you're helping people and you're helping yourself the the weight of that, when you actually have morals and values, like you want to do what you say you're going to do and you're going to do it at the expense of your own mental, physical health and relationships. that's the toll that's the secret toll that Beachbody takes on people that you don't realize
1: people don't realize it's it's heavier than what a lot of people believe you know like I just I'm a blubbering idiot sitting here crying right now because you just basically told me it would take me years to just get out of that 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 like pressure of just like you know exhaustion it's literally workout exhaust like for me to sit here and be like I like Okay, so for example, I know for me personally, it has, it probably is a little bit of beach body put into it. But I know for me personally, like, I like to work out in the morning, mm-hmm. period, right? I just know because it helps me, it helps my whole entire like, it just invigorates me, it makes me just in a better mood for the entire day. But I fight that every single day, because I'm like, that's my old beach body mindset. You can't be in that mindset, Cheryl, you've got to get out of that. And so I just don't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. I'm like, nope, if I didn't get it done in the morning and then I'm fighting myself there, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. So the one thing that I have found that brings me joy is walking my dogs. Good. That's, it. That's Good. the only thing that has, I have found that brings me joy that, or I have my walking desk, my treadmill for my, for my walk, my desk, um, my standing desk here, uh, that walking does bring me joy. Like I'll pop in headphones and I'll just be able to walk in that gut. Like, so that's what I have found that brings me joy, but the fitness exhaustion. Thank you. You literally just like made me feel so much better, but I will let you continue. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) No, I am so
1: glad that you said that because
0: I think that people just don't realize that like they think it's them. Yeah. They think something's wrong with them when it comes to not being able to follow the nutrition plans or not being able to keep up with these intense programs and coaches will make you think that I was that coach that was like, no excuses, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's such BS and being able to listen to your body, listen to yourself, and really just tune in with what makes you feel good. And you might have a period of time where like you cannot physically pick up a weight. You cannot yeah. physically turn on a workout at home and do it. And I've even been there as a trainer and it can be triggering coming from beach body and then moving into the space and finding what feels good yeah for you and what fits into your life so just like understanding that and and realizing that it's okay to not feel okay and it's it's normal especially yeah. coming from that background
1: so what so one of the tips that you would say is just basically um give it's okay give yourself grace you know yes. like Fitness, is, what did you say? It was fitness exhaustion or how would That's the last phase. The last phase is called is exhaustion, yeah. So basically, if you're finding yourself struggling, picking up the weight or working out or mm-hmm. sticking to a consistent workout routine, that's something that you could possibly have is fitness exhaustion and yes. give yourself grace on it. Even if it doesn't pass for years. Exactly. I'm
0: trying to, Oh, so it's called general adaptation syndrome. So if you want to look up, like if anyone's listening, it's called general adaptation syndrome. Um, and basically like fitness professionals, true fitness professionals want to use this as a guide to stop you from getting to that point. Oh, that makes sense. Building in things that encourage you to rest and cycling through program. I think Jen talks about, you know, she cycles her clients through different things too. Um, so that we avoid that exhaustion phase because prolonged stress, what people don't realize is that stress on your body is stress on your body, and you don't know the difference between work stress, life stress, and exercise stress. It's all stress to your body. And so prolonged stress on your body, be it from exercising intensely for too long an amount of time or like working in a high stress environment.
1: And like beach body is so stressful. So stressful. So stressful. (laughs) And and I don't think that people get how stressful it is because you're consistently stressed about it all month from the beginning Mm -hmm. of the month to the end of the month. And then it just cycles right back around. It starts over every single
0: time. And then you're gaslit by the by coaches into thinking that it's you and it's just so, it's so
1: toxic. So I want to understand. So what I want to make sure that we cover, especially for you, is how do you, how could you help or what would you suggest? Like, let's say somebody is like, um, just coming from Beachbody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they've quit because I have, I do have a lot of people in my, in my comments or my DMs a lot of the time say, I'm scared to get rid of Beachbody because I won't know what to do. I won't know what workouts to do. How can you, what would you suggest for people to be able to do to leave? Because we've already established that, that it's toxic and yeah. you shouldn't be in it.
0: Thinking that Beachbody is your only option. Uh, this might sound a little harsh, but
1: yeah, thinking that Beachbody
0: right. is your only option is like going out to the grocery store and thinking that you can only shop at one store. Yeah right? Like there's farmers markets, there's different supermarkets, there's Walmarts, there's this, there's, there are so many options out there nowadays that you can look up. There are like free YouTube programs from trainers that are legit. There are so many trainers that are like running their own small businesses on Instagram that you can look out and find and like go and like, look, look up hashtags, like, um, anti-diet culture or like, just all these different things and you'll find there's so many other people yeah. that could guide you through this journey and i'm not even saying this you know about myself since i'm yeah. a trainer but but that can guide you through this journey in a way that isn't going to be harmful to you and do more harm than yeah. good and because i don't care what anyone says and some people think i'm anti-health because i'm not because uh, i'm anti-diet culture i do not care what anyone says if you are struggling mentally physically if you are struggling in your relationships with yourself and others to try to achieve this weight loss goal that you have for yourself, yes. it isn't an healthy, And you
1: cannot tell me otherwise. Listen, I'm, I don't think, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that anybody that probably watches, cause this will go up on YouTube as well. Um, that when you said the whole, I, I'm still stuck on the whole entire exhaustion part, like that phase, like literally it just was a huge release for me because it's like, it's not healthy to be that way it is not healthy for you to to uh, to think that that's the only option that you have you know like that's like me even though i love peloton i love peloton but that's like me thinking that peloton is the only option that i have to be able to move my body yes it's not you Mm know um so If somebody wants, so let's, let's say that we're going to talk about it because you do have, you do offer coaching. So I want to give you the option to be able to tell people, you know, how you can help them, how you would be able to help that Beachbody coach that's transitioning from being deep in the Beachbody world, or even the Beachbody customer, you know, to what you can offer them and how you can help them. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just crazy because it's just a totally different world because it doesn't revolve around. I, you know, we, there's no, like, where are you at? Did you do your workout today? Post your sweaty selfie every single yeah. day of the week in order to, you know, win oh, a prize. Cringe. A cringe at the sweaty selfie. There's none of that. There is no me asking for a before and afters. There is no diet or nutrition yeah. at all um, because I'm just a trainer. I'm just yeah. a personal trainer. And unfortunately, like there's a lot of people out there that offer both that are not certified to do both. Yeah, bottom calories.
1: exactly. And,
0: <laughs> and just having a community. So yeah, I have workouts where it's purely just based on like the science of what can we do to like, have you moving in strength training in a way that's going to feel good for you. And then yeah. we cycle through different, like this right now, we're on like a build phase in my group, but uh-huh. we'll go back. So like joint stabilization and st- stability. Um, cause I've worked with chiropractors in the past and that's super important, you know? Oh
1: yeah. Cause unless, <laughs> cause you'll end up like me spraying on each ankle every other year. So, and that's, so that's
0: what people don't realize is there's something called the cumulative injury cycle. And it's a cycle where basically the movement patterns that you do every single day, like a hairdresser, having their arms up, Uh are going to cause altered muscle altered muscles and altered movements. Then over time, doing that is going to cause injury. And Uh then that goes back to, okay, you're injured. So then something is going to make up for something else in your body. And this is the same thing with those beach body programs. Like you're doing these moves that are not, not from people that should even be writing these programs that are super complicated. You're not going to find any of that in my programs, they're super complicated. You're getting an injury, then you're jumping right back into the next program. And those the back problems you have aren't going to go away. Me, knee your knee problems, problems. The shoulder problems. You're not, that's not gonna go away. And so yeah. in my group, we really like, I really avoid any of those overcomplicated exercises and it's really just science-based and we also do a book club I do a virtual book club I don't talk about that much but we take a book that we that is like in a growth area I guess we did like yeah. Davis's memoir we did the body keeps a score and we meet once a month and we just talk about yeah well because that's a huge part of it is also you know mindset and and I'm not the trainer that's going to come at you and be like tell me what your schedule is because we're going to make sure you're working out. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no.
1: I, I couldn't all, no. Do, you, do you provide. So what I, I know that one of the, another thing that people struggle with is um, calendars. So yes. for me um, it is like one of the reasons that I do whenever I do work out, like with Peloton, it's like, I just do whatever I feel like doing that mm-hmm. because I'm scared to do a calendar because I'm scared that if I miss a day, then I'm going to want to double up the next day. Mm -hmm. So how would you, how would you address that to someone like me?
0: Yeah, so for a lot of my programs, it's funny, I use an app called Trainerize. I think that's what Jen Um, uses too. Yeah. And you can schedule out the workouts um, and I could control how far out in advance people can see them. So I only ever let clients see a week in advance because you don't need to know. Yeah. You just don't even need to think about it. But I do have clients where they have a really busy life and they cannot always get in all the workouts that they want to. And that's stressful to them because they feel like I failed. So yeah. what we do is I leave their calendar blank, that then they have a library of the workouts. It will be like week one legs, week one arms. So they can just pull from
1: these okay. workouts if
0: they want to do it themselves, or they yeah. can go in and look and schedule it out themselves or tell me. So I'll clear their calendar and I'll say, Hey, how, you know, what's your week like this week? What would your goal be? Um, yeah. let's see if I could help you schedule them out and we'll move them around together. Yeah.
1: I think I like the fact, I mean, and that's good because I like the fact that you just clear out their calendar and they can go in and pick from, mm-hmm you know, week one legs, week one, or, you know, and when you should be able to do that because that's one of my biggest, that's one of my biggest issues is I tried to do Arms with Tune Day on Peloton. I have yeah. tried five times now, five times now, and I have failed every single time. And they they just tell you to do it at your own pace, right? But I'll get to where like, I just, I skip like on week two, I'll I'll miss like the last day. And then I'm like, yeah. well, is the last day. So might as well just go ahead and forget it, you know, and, <laughs> that's, and that's, that's what Beachbody does to you. Yeah, That's what Beachbody it does. does. To you. And so, and that's why I'm asking you these questions because I'm like, there's people out there. I mean, maybe if there's somebody that, you know, does reach out to you and wants your help, maybe these are things that they don't think of at the mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm ready for help. But they don't think of these things at the time and it could cause them to just stop working with you cuz they're exactly. like they're scared to they're scared to tell you cuz some people think that it sounds stupid, right? Yeah. Why would you even care? Like some people do think it sounds stupid. But it's something that's really small that cuz the key to any type of longevity health health and this is what we're focusing on is health, right? Mm-hmm. The key to the longevity of health is being consistent with it. And if you can't be consistent, then there's no possible way that it's going to be healthy for you. Yep. Look exactly. at me making sense and I'm not even a professional. Exactly. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs>
0: and what people don't realize is it can change. You don't have to do the same thing. Yeah. Every month. It's going to change based on every year. You don't have to be that person that's obsessed with running All of the time, I run ultra marathons. Okay, I did a seventy mile. It was like twenty four hours. We did seventy miles. I trained for like a year and a half, and then after that, I didn't run again until a year and some change later. You know,
1: yeah. And that's important to take the break and do different things, and you know. I mean, you are true inspiration. I will tell you this: you inspire me every single day because I'm just like homegirl is pregnant. Out here running, and I'm we, like, we're
0: speed walking though right now.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, even speed walking. I mean, because I know i okay. I'm just gonna make it up. I'm not gonna make this shit up. My oldest, when I was pregnant with him, I was a waitress, so of course I was walking like ten thousand yeah. steps every day, and I was healthier. I was that was a healthier pregnancy because I was moving my body mm-hmm. every single day. Being a waitress is a very hard work. With my second son, it was a harder pregnancy. First of all, he was also almost nine pounds. Well, he was nine pounds, eight ounces at birth, almost 9.9. 9. Um, but I had a sit down job all day. I mm-hmm. was in a luxury of, a you know, I worked at Rosetta Stone. I mean, we've already connected on this. Um, I worked and I ate lunch every single day with my husband at some mm-hmm. random fast food restaurant. And he also was helping our friend out who owned a cupcake shop. So that's where I was every day for lunch. So, you know, looking at you at how many months are you now? Uh, six months. Wow. And you're running is amazing to me. It's still working out. Like you're just like moving your body. And uh, how do you feel like, how do you keep that mindset of, of the movement going when you are pregnant right now? Yeah, i sure yeah. you don't want to do it every day.
0: No, I don't. And especially, you know, yeah, just a lot of like life stressors right now too. And yeah. I, I think what it comes down to is having done that work. Yeah. Having done that work in the past for years, like I love my changing body. Like I love having a belly. I love, you know, I, I go on the scale backwards when I go to the doctors, they've now written it in my chart. Unless there's an issue with me with weight, it is not spoken about. Um, and I just, you know, and, but then also having the grace to know that, like, if I didn't feel good at any point, if I didn't feel good, I would stop. Yeah. I would completely stop. Or if something ever happened with the baby or whatever, and there would be no guilt in me stopping. And I have to argue, I have to say. Even in that second pregnancy, when you weren't as physically active, I guarantee you, you were so happy and healthy in your relationship. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, and that's yeah.
0: important. My husband
1: tells me that that's his favorite time in life of, of us with food. I would eat, I mean, literally, I didn't care what I ate. He said that was my, his favorite point because he, they are right now, like, just re, like my kids and my husband are, are unlearning me because- Anytime we're like, where do you want to go eat? They're like, well, you know, we got to ask your mom because she's got the restriction, mm-hmm. but I don't. And I'll be like, I'm good, guys. Like, I'll figure out what I want. Like, whatever sounds good is mm-hmm. what I'll eat when I'm there, you know, because people don't realize the told that it takes on your family as well. Um, yes. That's a whole nother story, you know, oh my gosh. going into yeah. that. But you are right because I, he'll tell everybody when, I, when she was pregnant with her with our son, because he was Around during that pregnancy, my mm-hmm. first. Now everybody on 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 the podcast gonna be like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> my oldest is not biologically my husband, so he wasn't around for that pregnancy. But, um, he was like, sh- "We would eat. I mean, we would eat anything." I would be like, "Let's eat freaking Domino's or pizza wings at or wings in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning, you know?" <laughs> and yeah he, he loved it. And it was, it was a very good time. It was no stress at all. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, it's important
0: to remember that you're going to go through cycles like that with yeah. exercise and like movement, whether you're pregnant or not, there's going to be times where like, it, it's yeah. not a, it's not a like constant study all the time, the same thing. And, you know, being okay to like flow in and out of it and yeah, just appreciate where you are and realizing that, you know, when you look at health, it's not just about your physical health. It's not just your mental health. It's like socioeconomic. It is relationship health. It is your work life. And even back to you, you know, being so active during your first pregnancy, you know, in that regard, there would have been no reason for you to do any extra cardio. Like I have teachers that I work with and I, I'll put like, I'll sometimes put cardio on people's plans just to, like encourage them to like take a walk or something. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm not giving someone who stands on their feet for hours and hours and hours a day more cardio to do and then yeah. also like a head workout, which is what Beach Body encourages. Because at the end of the day, like we said earlier in the beginning, these companies are just all about money and they want you to yeah. get results so that then you tell your friends and they can use you for marketing. Cause that's the biggest scam of all is that Beachbody doesn't have to do any marketing because yeah. coaches are
1: doing it for free. And we can see that they don't have a marketing department just by de pants. I mean, I'm just going to leave it there. Tortipan. Wow. They don't even have marketing. No, I don't know. Alleg- oh. Literally it's a joke. They had the (laughs) tour pants thing uh, a couple months ago, and it was the worst marketing aspect I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, there is no way their marketing department was like, oh, yeah, that's what we're going to go ahead and do. There's just no way. I Um, guarantee
0: you nepotism is strong with Carl. I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure nepotism is strong with Carl Deichler's company.
1: Oh, of course it is. I mean, his wife, Isabel Deichler, is one of the people who helped
0: create Shakeology. And, you know, Darren, I thought it was interesting that Darren Olinger or whatever uh-huh. his name, was on that show with Zach Efron about health.
1: He did not once mention Shakeology. Not once. Not a single time. Nope. All right. Now, Kelly, this has been absolutely amazing. I could literally, I've already told you, talk to you all freaking day. Um, <laughs> but I think the people would get irritated by that if we, you know, had a really long podcast. Um, what is, so to wrap things up is there anything that we did not cover that you wanted to make sure that you talked about on the sh- on the show i think the all, the
0: last thing that i would say is just be confident in yourself and know that you know it's kind of like it's walking away from a toxic if you're thinking about leaving beach buddy it's walking away from something that's really toxic and that's really hard to do yeah. and just be confident in yourself and know that there is something on the other side of that whatever it is that you find like it's there for you, whether it's starting your own small business from something that you actually, you know, make and can do and a skill that you have, or whether that's just finding happiness and exercise and not beating yourself up about it. It is so amazing on the other side of it. And you might lose friends, but they weren't friends to begin with. And it's okay. It's okay. It's just a season and you'll find your place again.
1: And don't be afraid to shop somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love that so much. Now I'm going to allow you to do another shameless plug. Um, we're going to have you, do you have any coaching programs or coaching openings coming up? And I do, you know, I normally, normally I do it as like a, every so often
0: I open up enrollment, but with Uh baby coming, I'm kind of Uh just keeping it open for enrollment for any of my programs. Up until probably April will be the last time that I take on new clients. So if you're interested in, I have a 5K program, I have a half marathon, I have like a um, beginning, I call it KM base. So we're building your strong base for you to set the foundations for strength training in the future. I have, um, yeah, I have a few different options on my website that you can check out and I am accepting new clients until...
1: April. April.
0: Then I have okay. my, my focus shifts. <laughs> I'll keep my old ones. Yeah. So there will be no new ones.
1: <laughs> this is just in case people don't haven't called on. Um, She is pregnant. Oh, yeah. She will be having a baby. Um, <laughs> Just in case just in case nobody has called on to that yet. So, open enrollment until April of 2023. All right, yes. I got that. Um I'll put that in the I'll put your link in the show notes. It'll already be in the show notes because you will be you've been highlighted for uh, the small business of the week um on the podcast before. Um I appreciate it. I don't think I'm going to ask you any of the questions that I normally ask because the question is, would you join an MLM again? And I'm pretty sure the answer to that is no.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely and, not. And if you're a military spouse listening <laughs> to this, it is not the solution to your problem.
1: Don't do yes. it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't join yeah. an MLM, my friend. And then the last one, um, you've already given like the best advice on, you know, on people that, what would you give? What I mean, when you do, you just said about military spouses, what what type of advice would you give to a military spouse who's been bombarded with the hey hun or the hey girl messages for them to join an MLM and their inbox? What would, what advice would you give them? Ignore them, delete it.
0: Don't even open it. You know, it's coming, you know, you can see it from like the, you know, just don't even respond. And it's surprisingly, I rarely get messages about it. Um, and I don't know if it's because I just like, people know not to approach me for the most part. Yeah. I also like, just
1: don't even give in any of your energy. Yeah. Well, Callie, I appreciate you coming onto the show. Um, you've been, it's been amazing. Um, I will make sure to put all of your information in the show notes. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Hey,
0: thanks. Thank you for having me. And I, uh, you know, that special project that I was working on that you helped me digitize a little bit. I am going to be um, doing that as like a freebie probably in the next few weeks. So, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a safe. secret project. <laughs> yes. It was a yeah. secret project <laughs> that I was like, Hey, I created this for myself because this is how my brain works and this is how I have to use it. And I was yeah. like, here you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and everyone else gets to benefit.
1: <laughs> yes. And everybody else gets to benefit. Yes. Um, I will also, well, and then we'll add that to the show link or you you'll add that to whatever, you know, yeah, to your for website, sure. I'll whatever. definitely tag you and yeah. your Instagram on it too. And I, I appreciate that. Officially so send it out. <laughs> yes. This is how you support people is you help them with things like, you know, Hey, I see that this can might help you and benefit you a little bit more. Yes. Let me just share it with you. That's how a real quote unquote community should be is where you share and you support people without the expectation of money in return.
0: A hundred percent. And if you are like debating leaving Beachbody or any other MLM and you need help, like figuring out how to be a small business in the Instagram world, online world, just send me a message. I will gladly, gladly, gladly help you. Um, Yeah navigate that change. Don't be afraid to reach out.
1: No gatekeeping over here. <laughs> no gatekeeping. <laughs> All right. Well Callie, thank you for joining us. And um I can't wait for everybody to hear this story. And I'll make sure to to put everything in the very bottom of the show notes so that they can connect with you.
0: Thanks, Cheryl. Have a
1: good day. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, fam. Thank you for joining us on the Call Cheryl Hine Podcast. We hope you found today's episode informative and thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We'll be back next week with another episode, so stay tuned. If you have a story you'd like to share on the show, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at Call Cheryl Hine at gmail.com or dm me on instagram at call cheryl Hine, or on my personal instagram at, at cheryl S. Spears. we always welcome new voices and perspectives again thank you for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time until then take care and stay safe